0: welcome to Fright night she just goes a little mad sometimes
1: Wolfman they're coming to get you barbara whatever you do don't fall asleep we have such sights to show you you're listening to the jersey cool hey
2: everybody and welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghoul.
1: And tonight we are so, so, so thrilled and honored to be joined by, and I'm going to say it just so bad Kelly gets really bad, the best or better of the Kelly brothers. Ooh. Ooh. I did it.
2: <laughs> Joining us from Horror Movie Night and his new podcast, Cool De La. Ooh.
1: That even sounds fancy when you say it.
2: I know, right? We've got, uh, we've yeah, the better of the Kellys. Oh, no, the younger, the, the younger Ge- of the Ooh. <laughs> Oh, we're throwing all sorts of gauntlets. Let's introduce Brian Kelly with us tonight. <laughs>
0: Hello, I'm shy, but I'm here.
1: After this episode, Matt's never going to speak to the Jersey Bulls again.
0: <laughs> Listen, he's been on like eight episodes. He can give me one. He can throw me a bone. That's yeah, right.
1: We very, can, very true. We can fluff you up a little bit on one episode. He can deal with it. <laughs> yeah.
2: So tonight we are going to, we've we've gone before with, we're going to do this episode and hey, let's make it a series. And it falls flat every time. With the exception of one, the well that we love going back to, our guilty pleasure episodes. Mm-hmm. And with this being our third guilty pleasure episode, Brian, I think it was your idea that you suggested that we tackle the third in movie franchises
0: um no i i picked a third movie and then one of you went like adam west batman and you're like texas chainsaw massacre three three it's our third one threequels and i was like wow we made it that's what we're doing but all i did was just pick a movie yeah no
1: that sounds about right because jackie was probably busy uh poisoning the water well so i probably <laughs>
2: So in our guilty pleasure part three episode, we have each picked a movie, the third in a franchise. Uh, we're gonna start with Marissa's pick. Yeah, because
1: it's it's weak sauce. I'm sorry, but I don't think it's weak sauce. I think it's okay sauce. All right, I'll live with it. And and my pick was Child's Play three,
0: which is my least favorite of the Child's Play movies. But I I actually believe that I think that Child's Play is one of the strongest film franchises in horror as far as consistent through all their movies being overall good movies i pick child's play over most
1: yeah i agree with you and i think it doesn't get enough credit for how strong of a franchise it really is
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and and dare i say and i know this is going to be a little bit controversial i fucking love the remake too
0: oh the the one that just came out i thought it was awesome i had so much fun watching the the remake the only one i actually haven't seen is curse it's the only one I missed.
2: See, yeah, the new ones are really good. The yeah. new the the direct to Netflix. Uh,
0: yeah. Are good. Yeah. I saw Colt and then I didn't even realize Curse was a movie until I was like, who's this girl in the wheelchair? And uh, she was from Curse. And I didn't know.
1: That's why I keep Jackie around cuz I
0: get confused and then she's
1: like, I'm going to go watch the prequel. <laughs> um she refuses to acknowledge the remake though.
0: You don't like the remake?
1: She just refuses to
0: acknowledge it.
2: <laughs> yeah. My, it's like my ignorance is bliss. I do that with most movies. It's infuriating. I, yeah. It, and it's like, you know what? It's because I don't want to talk shit on it because that's not fair. I haven't seen it. Maybe it's good. Probably not. But the easiest way for me to just get around that is just to believe it doesn't really exist. I'm not going to knock anybody that wants to enjoy it, but don't make me believe it exists. <laughs> that's
0: fine. That's fine. I can't believe you're okay with that, Don't tell
1: her it's fine.
0: <laughs> She does this
1: with, like, <laughs> politics, with social issues, with any and every remake ever.
0: That's kind of, that's why I agree. I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> I just pretend those things don't exist.
1: Oh, man. I can't. I can't with any of you. So, to, to be fair, the reason why I love this movie is because in 1991, it was probably on HBO every 30 seconds. And I just watched it over and over and over again. I have to admit, sadly though, that watching it on for this for this, I was like, "Shit, yeah, this is literally the weakest of the entire franchise." Like, if I had to rank all the Child's Play movies, and I agree, I think they deserve more credit than they get. Even the goofy ass ones, like Seed of Chucky, I I still put all of those above this one. Yeah. See, for me,
2: mine toggles between this one and Seed for the bottom. Wow.
0: I see. I like Seed. I like. I like Seed. Um. I don't think seed's much better, but it just knew what it 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 knew exactly what it was. And and I've always called this one like the transitional one. Um where it's like they're not sure if they're still horror or comedy yet, and it kind of teeters between both in a way. But um I like seed. I've always been a fan of seed.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah,
2: I and I say that it's at the bottom of the list for me. With the, you know, overall idea of, I own all of these movies on Blu-ray. I love all of them. But if I have to rank them. So, even though that, you know, Seed and Part 3 are at the bottom of the list, I still very much enjoy them. Like I said, I own them.
1: They're, all of the all of the movies are a frequent watch. What's today. your favorite? Um, let me think. All right, so I have to admit that 2 and Colt are my, like, really up there for my two mm-hmm. favorites. Which probably makes me really weird, Yeah. Um, because I, I thought cult was such an interesting return, like, way to... Um, yeah, I'm gonna go two, followed by a very close cult and then a very close one.
0: I guess I have a hot take, because I am a sucker for Bride. I feel like I can watch Bride all the time.
1: That's, yeah. that's fair.
2: Bride that is such, like, a beautiful 90s... Just... It's like, fun. It, it is. It's so fun. Honestly, the original is in on the bottom of my list as well like the original doesn't really i mean again and i say this loving all of the movies but yeah like if i'm gonna watch them in order of me loving them it's probably it's that two is first two is ultimately my absolute favorite but the new ones that have come out the direct-to-video curse and cult i think are so fantastic i love cult cult is a the kills are like super creative and now we're in the age of technology where it doesn't look like shit when you like you know chucky runs across the room yeah like the the animatronics have just improved and yeah i don't know
0: yeah it's unfortunate about one because it's such a perfect horror movie and it's so brilliant and original it's just not fun like i think for its time it's great but out of all of them it's it's just not that much it's not a lot of fun to watch
1: yeah, that's that's really that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think that others are like yeah, more fun. And I'm going to say something even more scandalous. If I really were being honest with myself, I think the the remake would come in really high on the list
0: for me. Yeah, cover your ears, Jackie. Uh because we're we're going to talk about the remake real quick cuz I thought it was such a I thought it was such an interesting take and I thought making I the fact that you feel for chucky and it's not like this like foul mouth doll that's just an awful awful human being um i really like that change of pace
1: yeah i did too and i really liked the commentary on technology too i thought that was a clever way to go with the series um and also full disclosure there's one thing that will forever traumatize me it's fucking animatronic bringing to life teddy rucks rump skit rump Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin. No. Rumpskin. Yeah. No, Ruck.
0: Teddy Ruxpin.
1: Ruck, Rux. Ruckspin. Rux,
0: Rux, Welcome to this episode of Jersey Ghouls. We're going to try to pronounce Teddy Ruxpin for the next 45 minutes.
1: <laughs> I think my version was Teddy Rumpskin. I think I had the ghetto version. Like, you know how <laughs> I always say Chatty Patty, even though it's supposed to be Chatty Cathy. Yeah. I think I had Chatty Patty and Teddy Rumpskin.
0: Oh, absolutely. I had all of, like, the knockoff things
1: yeah you feel me brian you feel me um all right so i guess we should talk about this movie first of all i had a really big crush in 91 which would have put me at like 10 years old on justin whalen the kid who played andy yeah yeah oh yeah he was hot to 10 year old me like tiger beat style okay yeah just saying um also i liked the opening felt like i was reading cliff notes like in case you forgot (laughs) we're just gonna iron out all the deets for you again because you're a fucking moron yeah you're Chucky so far the other big note I have about the beginning is I had an epiphany (laughs) and that is that literally all children are is little tiny consumer trainees oh yeah right like literally all my kids know is like what shit they want next yeah and it's like it it was such a like I had a moment where I was like, "Damn, child's play!" Is such a fuck you to capitalism.
0: It really is.
1: Because like that's what happens
0: when you just watch it. It's weird for me because like like I said, I was a knockoff child, so I would watch Nickelodeon all the time, to- all the time, and like eventually the commercials stopped phasing me, and I didn't get pulled into consumerism because it's like I'm not getting that. You know, all I wanted was the Nickelodeon clock. I never got the Nickelodeon clock.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. I never got it either, man.
0: No, none of that stuff.
1: Pretty convinced that my version was Teddy Rumpskin, which really is concerning. <laughs> and like I said, I didn't have Chatty Cathy. I had Chatty Patty. She only said like two things. And one of them was Polly Fuck You.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was an issue. There was an issue. A, dis- a disgruntled employee. <laughs>
1: And you know, it's, you know what? It's because my parents bought them at local mom-and-pop places in the city, like Senor Barato, which for those of you who do not speak Spanish, was Mr. Cheapy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I had Teddy Rumskin. So yeah, so I would have wound up with the voodoo Chucky. Like, I fully acknowledge that as, a, like, <laughs> as, as an adult. Um, The other big revelation I had, if we're talking about the beginning, is every cinematic figure who is, like, the top of the heap, I made it. I am a really important motherfucker. The one thing they all have in common is that they have a, a fake golf game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as a child, I thought, if I one day have a fake golf game in my office, I've made it.
0: Yeah, I still want a fake golf game in my office.
1: Me too, man. Here, here, Here's a mark of,
2: of why Marissa and I are hetero life mates, because she says that as I'm pointing to my notes, because my second note, Is success, when I was a child, is an elevator that leads directly into your office, (laughs) big windows that overlook the city, and a putt-putt machine, and you always have to be working late at night with the city skyline behind you and have a drink.
0: (laughs) That's the way to go.
1: Oh my god. I still want that. I want an elevator that opens directly into my office. Me too, and I think for Christmas we should all buy each other mini putts for our (laughs) offices. (laughs) because one day you guys one day i'll fucking have one and it won't even be the generic brand it'll be like the tiger woods brand is he still no i think he's back is he i think yeah
0: tiger woods is for he he's been forgiven
1: oh okay he's he's okay he's we
0: forgave him yeah well i think enough people were like we don't watch golf (laughs) and then and then that was just it he's kind of just doing his thing now (laughs)
1: nobody else cared enough (laughs) yeah um yeah so i have an astoundingly small amount of notes for this i was very military obsessed as a kid full disclosure i almost went to west point wow yeah fun fact about me yeah i was like really into the idea of military i think anything to just get out of where i was sounded appealing but um so this film for me had like that natural draw of like oh andy's in like bad kid what is this like the bad kid like no, it's a
2: it's a military school, but it doesn't seem like the bad kid because the little who's the little kid? Teddy?
0: I I I don't remember anyway. So my issue is I don't take notes. Um just because I I tend to write slow. So like when I start to write notes, I miss the next 5 minutes. Um so I never remember names. I just know Andy and then the guy who looks like the lead singer of the bleachers and that's about all that I know from this movie. Tyler his name is Tyler Tyler
2: I don't think it's like a bad kid military camp because they were taught it's... Tyler in the beginning um the one one of the officers was saying about how his dad was like away on some military assignment and that's why Tyler was there because his dad was doing something for the military so I don't necessarily think it's a bad kid school oh. I just think it's I just think it's a, a military school why Andy ended up at a military school is kind of Cause they thought he killed his mom,
1: right?
0: Yeah, not not his mom, but a bunch of other people.
2: Yeah, they yeah. thought he well, made I, up. Chucky. I know that, but like, huh. I I just don't I don't understand why the answer is not juvie but military school. Yeah. Because nobody else seems to be there.
1: Cause Chucky goes to
2: juvie didn't sound nearly as fun. That's true. <laughs> I guess as a plot point, it's a lot more fun to go to military. school. Oh my god, yeah.
0: But I guess the question I always have is is they never really talk about, and I get his accusations of a killer doll is insane, but what about the victims that have been in contact with the doll on his way to Andy? Like in the second one, Andy has no idea who that pervert is that like is like masturbating at a gas station. I I don't remember the second one, but so he's doing something weird at a gas station. He gets killed by Chucky and then gets to Andy, but no one like follows those murders that are killed around the doll. I would believe him somewhat, but I'm also afraid of everything.
1: (laughs) I don't know that I'd believe
0: him. You don't know if you'd believe him?
1: I mean, like, I had that moment, like, and again, I hate to bring the remake up, but I had that moment during the remake where I was like, if my kid walked up to me and was like, Mom, my doll's alive and it's killing people, I'd be like, fuck all the psychiatrists again. Like, I would, I love you kids. If you're listening to this in 50 years when I'm dead, just remember I love you. But... I just, I don't know if I would, I would believe it.
0: I, I don't know. I believe most, that's why I'm nervous about having kids. (laughs) Right? You're like,
1: there's a monster in the closet. You're like, oh my God. You're like, fuck, I am out of here.
0: Jade, come check the closet. I'll be under the blanket.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Because when there's a thunderstorm, I usually run to the kids' beds before they run them on. Also, I think it's funny that Da Silva is the, the woman, arguably the character who's been in the most
0: since. Oh, yeah.
1: She's been in, like, Entourage and, like, well, yeah, she's been in, like, a ton of crap. The rest of these mofos, they didn't do anything. The the barber is
2: Larry from Hellraiser.
1: Oh. nuh Yeah, it's Uncle Frank's brother, the guy
2: that what? Julia kills. I recognized him right away. Oh, okay, De Silva's the girl. I described her as a strong, independent nutsack, and she don't need no balls.
1: <laughs> no, I my note is Don't Fuck With The Chuck is going to be the name of my memoir.
0: yeah that is such a memorable line
1: right like I don't know why that line literally sticks out to me every time the other thing is too like all these people are such douchebags that I find myself so unmoved like in one and two I remember being like oh fuck when he killed people even the masturbating gasoline guy I was like all right well he doesn't deserve to die for that but these people I'm like fuck these military douchebags like, now as an adult, I'm like, oh, these guys pretty much deserved it. Yeah. As much
2: as I enjoyed the amount of times that, that Chucky dropped the F-bomb, because he dropped it a lot he, in this movie, yeah. um, I also think that when you tell a, somebody that, um, when you tell a child that we're gonna play hide the soul, <laughs> I feel like that's something a
1: predator says. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> hide the salami. <laughs> um, you're right but that was it did feel creepy here's my other thought if he could just have any fucking kid why go through all the trouble of having himself shipped to andy
0: yeah well yeah i don't i don't get that right because the second one and that's kind of where the continuity falls off unless oh he went to a different doll right did chucky change change doll bodies or is it the same doll body Because the whole point of the second one was at the end, he was in the body too long, he can't transfer to Andy, so now he's just out for revenge to kill Andy.
1: Right. And in this one, the blood, like at the beginning, you saw the blood
0: swirling with the plastic, which makes so much sense.
1: (laughs) That makes him Charles again. But then he's like, now all of a sudden, yeah, he could find a body, because he's like a new doll again?
2: Yeah, I guess getting reformed, it kind of like set the clock back right. on how long he could be in the body. But again,
1: I would just go to a local park, yeah. pick the dumbest looking kid, and be, and be like, "Yo, come here, I got candy for you."
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a doll that every kid is obsessed
1: with. Right, so I'm gonna very easily lure instead of shipping my own ass all the way to Andy, who
2: knows my. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. No, that's a good point because Andy is he is wise to you, Chucky. <laughs>
1: Um also the romance between Da Silva and Andy was one of the most awkward I've seen on film in a minute. Yeah. Right.
2: She's 35, right? <laughs> <laughs> she definitely doesn't look like a teenager at military
1: school. No, she definitely <laughs> she's definitely like gig
2: <laughs> Like I enjoyed the fact that they use Satan's dump truck. Cause I don't know what kind of dump truck has rolling spikes in it. <laughs> which I was like, I'm watching it and I looked at Chad and I'm like, don't dump trucks normally just like compress i'm like what's with the rolling
1: spikes wait a minute chad watches this shit with you
2: he'll pop in every now and then kind of make some sort of comment and then just
1: leave the room oh matt will literally be like you can go upstairs for like he literally (laughs) i literally have to preview things for him so i'll be like tonight's menu is child's play 3 chucky goes to military camp and he'll be like no i'm good strong pass like i actually got him to watch hereditary with me though which was a big win yeah
2: i'm lucky because right now chad is in grad school mm. so he spends a lot of his time in the office doing work wow. so i can use that time to watch watch, watch this <laughs> um also oh god i'm trying to remember what scene it is oh and in, in the scene when um andy is unpacking his bag and sees chucky for the first time and like you see them kind of struggling i like that i could employ the um austin powers joke Honestly, who throws a shoe?
0: <laughs> You're
1: so pleased with yourself right now. That's the best part. <laughs> right. That's part right happy. She, is. she started clapping like a little twilight.
0: <laughs> you can always get me with an Austin Powers reference. I do. I think the only thing I have to say is that the haunted house. of oh, a carnival. It went from every haunted house I've ever been on which is trash, to, like, one of the most badass haunted houses. I would really like to go on that. It, like, goes into, like, a roller coaster at some point. I was really fascinated by it.
1: I love that they were like, all right, we're at a military school. We're playing, like, this weird capture the flag. Let's start a fucking carnival in there, see what sticks.
0: Yeah, at a, it was built in a day.
1: It was like the the, the Key appeal skit with the gremlins where he's like, <laughs> a bat grip. like you know, like, was like, yes, it's in the movie. Like, it was just so fucking random but you're right i gotta be honest i kind of want to ride that ride
0: yeah and i don't and i don't like riding carnival rides but i'll ride that
1: that is something i'm legitimately afraid of
0: yeah no i had ptsd watching um season three of stranger things because there's a scene where they're on the gravitron and i was like oh i remember the one time i went on that ride and i never want to do that again
1: me too. I literally, the first time I ever threw up because of a ride was the fucking Gav- Gravitron. And when we watched season three, I was like, oh my God, they're going to throw up. Oh my God. That, and I'm so fucking pissed because all I want in life is the ship's ahoy Steve. And now I can't find him anywhere. And it makes me really sad. I fucking love Steve.
0: Stranger Things does, does teach a bad lesson when it comes to Steve. It's like, you can be a douchebag and have it all. Or you can change and be a good guy, and now you're serving ice cream, and your friends are children. That's your options in life.
1: Oh my god, dude, that's so fucking true.
0: Yeah, season one, he was the coolest guy on the block, and he was a dick.
1: Right. And he had and he had it all. And then he, when he gains a conscience, is when he loses it all. <laughs> oh shit, man, you just really bummed me out. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna like cry myself to sleep tonight about this. <laughs> Jackie, I should have stayed an asshole when we were in college. It should be so different. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Because I got a conscious. <laughs> you got
2: nice and yeah. Now now you
1: this now this is your life. That's really funny. That's fucking oh, That's really yeah, deep.
2: Yeah. The the last thing that I have is just a fun fact that I can't claim I can't claim this one. The internet gave me this one. But Chucky loses his hand in all three in all the first three movies. Huh. Mom shoots off his hand in the first one. He gets his hand sliced off. In the second one, and then he puts the knife in it. Yeah. And in this one, he loses the hand as well.
0: Yeah. Huh.
2: Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, when you have a carnival ride, you want to have a gigantic Grim Reaper with a real scythe. And then you want to have big fans that blow up the fake fire, but make sure there's no grates on it so they become like deadly blades. (laughs) You know, for children, I think it's pretty apropos.
1: Okay, but if you've been to a carnival (laughs) lately, that's the least scary thing I've seen at a carnival.
2: It's been a minute since I've been at a carnival, oh I could say. I took my
1: kids to a carnival recently, and I, against my better judgment, full disclosure, like, if I've ever had a prejudice I'm guilty of in life, it's against Cardi people. Cardi folk. Is that PC? Am I allowed to say Cardi folk? I don't know. All right. Well, You're I'm going say it. I hope none of our <laughs> listeners are offended. Um, so I took them, and one of the rides was, like, shut down because it was broken, while we were waiting in line though and it was like one that flew in the air so like not a ride you want to be broken and this dude came over with like literally a screwdriver that looked like it was out of like a little tech set and like pretended to fumble with it and then it was open again magically two seconds later it's closed again so i took my children and i left the carnival. <laughs> Like no we're going to live to see another day. Right. You can hate me. You yeah. can tell your therapist, Mommy didn't take you to all the rides at the carnival, but at least you'll be alive to tell her that. Like, <laughs> when I watched this whole thing go down, I was like, this guy is not an engineer. He's not fixing that ride in any real way, but they're going to let your kids get yeah. on it.
2: It's like if something goes wrong with my car, when I open up the hood and just stare at it, <laughs> hoping that somehow magically it'll yeah. fix itself because I'm yeah. looking at it. Right. So it should, I'm looking at it.
1: Right. But that's <laughs> when I decided carnivals are not for me. No.
0: No. Did, did you go on any rides with your kids?
1: I did because I was so afraid they were going to die that I was like, well, I might as well go too.
0: I got nauseous on the on the boat this past summer, the pirate ship. Oh. And then I was just like, oh, I'm just an old crotchety person at this point because this is the least nauseating ride in it. I got so nauseous on it.
1: Oh my God, it's true, dude. I used to be able to ride any of that stuff. And I, I did too. I rode the stupid boat that goes back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I even sat all the way down at the bottom in the middle. Cause I was like, all right, this barely moves down here. And I let my kids sit at the top. I thought I was going to barf for like three hours afterwards.
2: Ooh, no, I, I, I like them. The only rides I don't like, and it's just because I don't trust them. I don't like the wooden roller coasters. Hmm. Wooden roller coasters creep me out. Cause I'm like, this is fucking wooden nails and it's going to fall apart. Like any minute now. <laughs> And like I, when I ride it, that'll be the day that like a hundred and fifty eight year old fucking Smoky Mountain is gonna break down, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to. No, I'm not it's like have a Smoky I, Mountain. I don't play games on wooden roller coasters, but like Kingda Ka and all those crazy oh, King like like there's this yeah. one ride. I think it's at Dorney Park where you're basically in a seat, like it almost kind of looks like a like a car seat for kids, mm-hmm. and like you basically get buckled in. And, like, you're in the seat. Your legs are, you know, dangling. Your arms are out. You're literally, like, the only surface area is your butt to the seat. And your back up against the back of the seat. Mm-hmm. And then they, like... Shoot you straight in the air,
1: no, yes, yeah, and it, then it, they
2: it. drop you straight down, or you do the one where they slowly click, 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 click all the way up in the air, where you can see like above the whole park, and then they drop you straight down. Not like, bar. I'm I'm okay with all that. The only thing that I give the big fuck you to is wooden
1: roller coasters. See, yeah. I'll ride
0: anything that is built in one place and stays there permanently. Me too. So I trust Dorney Park. I trust any standstill amusement park.
1: Same. If you could take it down in less than 10 hours or five hours, I'm not into it.
0: Yeah, yeah. If, you're, if your roller coaster was brought here today on a Ford, I don't, I'm not interested.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm with you, man. But I have to say, my old age, the more spinny, like, I can't handle it anymore. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just can't do spins. I can still do roller coasters barely. Like, I'm starting to really feel it now. But, all right, so fun question. You are going to be, your soul is going to be transported into any doll or animal or stuffed toy. What do you choose and why?
0: Oh, any doll, animal, or stuffed toy. I'm going to have to go last. I'm going to think about it.
2: Jackie, you have yours? (sighs) I feel like we asked this when we did Colt and Curse. Mm -hmm. Ironically, we did Colt and Curse with the elder Kelly brother. Oh, boy. Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember what I said then. But I'm thinking I probably said Barbie because I want a house with an elevator in it. (laughs) Or Polly Pocket because that just sounds really fun. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think I'll go with like a Barbie because mm-hmm. that means I have like 90 careers, a butt ton of money. Mm-hmm. I'm in a rock band. I've yeah. been to space. I have a house with an elevator. And you got good boobs. I got yeah. Well, I've got good boobs.
1: Well, that's true. That's but true. I mean, you want your doll self yeah. to continue that legacy. That's true. Yeah,
2: I'll be. I'll miss my genitals,
1: but you know, no. <laughs> uh, I go and this a Teddy Rumskin
0: because you can play. C, you Rump. can play music.
1: Exactly, and I could talk, and it won't be weird. That's true. I could be like, oh, I can kill you. And they'll be like, what? And I'll be like, ABC! And nobody (laughs) will think it's weird. Because as a doll, possessing a doll, I'm going to be very much the sluffer, useless human being I am in real life. So as Teddy Ruxpin, I'm just going to sit around and relax.
0: I would be a pop doll, because I don't think they're appealing to children.
1: Ooh! Just
0: nerds like us. So therefore... My life would just be in a box and I just hang out and I don't have to worry about kids getting their dirty fingers on me or like <laughs> having an arm ripped off on accident. I just kind of sit in my box.
1: It's so cute that you think my kids don't open the boxes and play with my Funkos, but I'm not like, <laughs> <laughs> you'd be, you'd definitely be at the bottom of a toy box before you like,
0: Oh, and I thought I had bullet Cause originally I was like, I want to be a mighty max, but I'm like, I would absolutely end up in a vacuum. It's not even a question
1: that's fair yeah um all right well let's move on to one of the better movies and yes. the better picks um now this pick Brian was yours Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3
0: what a fun movie oh my god yeah Leatherface interestingly called called Leatherface within- it knew what it was from the get-go like the trailer do you remember the trailer was it was a parody of Excalibur with like the chainsaw coming out of the lake into his hand like that's I th- I think that's why I love these movies because they're they know they're goofy, and when I say these movies I mean up until Texas Chainsaw Massacre three, not not anything that follows it. Yeah, but it's fun and I love Ken a, uh 4E, and I did Google him before I came on here. Uh, I have to do that now because I feel like everyone that I love is a rapist. Like it, 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 if you go on my Facebook in 2012, I have a picture of Bill Cosby as my cover photo and the caption is legend. And then I was like, oh, that's a bad look. So then I was talking about how much I loved Kevin Spacey and I'm like, dude, I everyone that I praise in Hollywood is a bad guy. So I have to Google anyone before I go on a podcast and say it.
1: Is Ben Foree okay? I fucking love him. Yeah,
0: no, he's good. He passed. Woo! He passed. Watch next before you release this episode. It's just gonna whole thing's gonna come out on. him I'm like, no, not you.
1: I would be so devastated because I love him in so many things that he does.
0: Yeah, I love, and that's why I know my brother and Scott. And I, I re- vaguely remember your guys' episode on Rob Zombie, and I don't remember your full stance on it. But I, I'm a Rob Zombie fan.
1: Uh, me too. But these two
2: motherfuckers over here, no. Know- no, I don't like House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh my god, it, to me, it's just like one long music video. I love the Devil's Rejects.
0: Okay. So I personally love House of a Thousand Corpses. Me too. And my brother and Scott love to say that it's like a complete rip-off of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But one of the things that like makes me disagree is like it's clearly paying homage to it. He he's he loves these movies. He wants to recreate these movies that's why all of his like a good chunk of his characters are from the texas chainsaw massacre series because i don't know i don't know if ken foray's in house but he's definitely in devil's rejects
1: yeah he's definitely in devil's rejects and he was in one of the other uh rob zombie films too I thought. yeah um but yeah no i agree with you i think he's paying homage to all these films when he does this yeah movie. And I'm with you, dude. I will I will die on that hill with you. I really love her. Ro- I can't wait for three from hell. I'm sure I'll be. I'm excited. for that. Yeah, we got to get tickets for that shit. Yeah.
0: I know. I'm so excited. I, one of the people that I uh, buy my shirts off of is good friends with Rob Zombie. And he made the shirts for the movie. So I'm so excited. I haven't even worn my free baby t-shirt, but I got a free baby t-shirt that she's wearing in the movie when she's in jail. And I'm so excited to break it oh, out. That's
1: really cool. I'm jealous. You really awesome. still got them on the
0: website. Go check it out. com. Nice.
1: Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um so my first note is Viggo Mortensen surprisingly believable as a backwoods creep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Moving on.
1: Yeah. We're <laughs> yeah. yeah. all like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the, the, end. <laughs> the other the other note I have for the intro is that I had one of those like existential moments where I was like, man, am I completely fucked up as a human being? Because as I'm watching the introduction, which arguably is kind of grotesque, like one of my gripe, one of my small gripes about this film is that it takes everything that one tried to do, which was not show and make you think, and it just shows you ad nauseum. But um, I was literally sitting there with like spaghetti and meatballs eating, like (laughs) no shame, not a thought in my head about how disgusting it was that I was like chomping on meat as I'm watching this horrific scene happen. I was like, oh man, am I, is something wrong with me? And then I was like, meh, and I like finished my, <laughs> I slurped up the last noodle and I went to town. Yeah, so I did have a small existential crisis during the opening while I was eating really gross lunch. Um, I have to say, though, I feel like he's a weak sauce leather face. He's too skinny and like gawky for me.
0: Yeah, I and I I didn't really like um, the one, how they got a different actor to play the main, one of the main characters from the original. And instead of just making him his own character, they kind of like forced that it was him where he like took a picture of them in the car and was like, it's a good picture. Five dollars, which is a direct line from the first one. And then the text came out and was like, he's been real upset since he lost his job at the butcher factory, which was that character who took the picture in the first one's job. And I'm like, just make it like a cousin. It's just a weird family. It's just a distant cousin. Don't force this completely different person on us. And be like, remember, it's him. He just looks different. And he's got a white eye. That was my only issue with it.
2: And his name is Alfredo. <laughs> yeah, I was... Um. So um, I will say that I, personally, I know Marissa loves all three. And I... I re- the first one is great. I'm not the biggest fan of part two. I understand what... Toby Hooper was trying to do. How the first the first one is supposed to be a dark comedy, but nobody got that. So like when I'm gonna make part two, I'm gonna make it funny. I love two. But I feel like he went too far with it and it's actually like to me it's just it's too much. And honestly, like I only will ever watch two when like when I'm forced. Yeah, pretty much when I'm forced to. One reason I like three so much is because it's kind of the return. To more of not like a horror comedy, but it's a horror that has some funny moments, which is just fine for me. It was so much funnier. I no, I get that, but I don't. I don't want that. Like I don't like that. Like it's not what I want in Texas Chainsaw.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm on both sides. I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, um, but. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is easily top 5 horror films for me. It's one of like the greatest masterpieces I think that we that the horror genre was ever given. So I I'm definitely leaning more towards the first one, but the second one is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um the other thing that annoyed the shit out of me and this is maybe something that this franchise really values is douchey ass characters. <laughs> no <laughs> Mm-hmm. like in the first one i want i would have rolled what's face off the cliff in his wheelchair like if i were the sister if i were sally mm-hmm. and i had to deal with that why am i blanking on his stupid name it's like winston or something yeah it's, it's something but I, he's
0: just a yes
1: and in this one the fucking boyfriend is such a fucking turd like when he says to her, welcome to the real world, I would have punched, if a boyfriend ever said that to me, even if my husband of 20 years said that to me, i punch him in the nards. <laughs> I'd be like, how about that in the real world, motherfucker?
2: Yeah, he really would. Honestly, like, I, I, I have a note that I couldn't wait for, Um, I couldn't wait for him to die. <laughs> I said, my note is, Ryan is such a dick, can't wait for him to die. Thank you Because sister. he real. I mean, uh, to be fair though, she wasn't much better. Like, it, for this movie... I really didn't give a crap about the main characters. No. Like, they just weren't likable characters. They weren't anybody to root for, really. Except
1: Ken Foray's character.
2: Except him. He he is like a survivor. He, he. I will stand behind. Oh, but yeah, okay, the guy well, and the did girl. Did he roofie them?
0: Yeah.
1: Or were they just, they couldn't handle their oxys?
0: I couldn't tell. I don't, I mean, technically, technically it was, it would be considered a roofie. Technically. Now, he didn't do it in a creepy way, and he told them, I gave you painkillers, but I feel like the right thing to do is be like, you're in a lot of pain, here's some painkillers, they might make you sleepy. Not, by the way, I just ingested you with a narcotic. Try to stay awake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, like, okay, as someone who has occasionally had moments where i with legal prescriptions about to take oxy's i don't remember falling asleep for 12 hours
0: um it they affect people differently
1: yeah i guess if you're yeah. turned like this guy you would probably yeah you can't handle your oxy's
0: yeah those were my party drugs not not my bedtime drugs
1: yeah i
2: can't yeah. i can't do narcotic painkillers the really? few times i've been prescribed them like i take them and within 45 minutes i am vomiting technicolors ah. like i cannot do any of them, any time I've been prescribed them, like, I would say, like, you know, I'm I, I'm not allergic, I'm sensitive, maybe I shouldn't get them, to the point where I had to start lying and say that I'm allergic to allergic, them. So they yeah. stopped giving me that stuff. But nine times out of ten, they would give them to me and I would just give them to my brother. I'm like, here, you're going to a oh party. And I would just give them to Brian. <laughs> I'd uh-huh. let him... And although the dumbass would just, like, stay home with his friends, they'd drink and pop them, uh-huh. and then they'd all be puking. And I'm like, Ugh. you're dumbasses!
1: I'm like, right. why would you drink first? So my... Yeah, it's like kind of borderline creepy when he does that. Like it made me feel a little weird, but I also feel like, like you said, Brian, like he had their best intentions at in heart. Yeah, there was, there was no, you know, you're in pain; these will yeah. help. I would have well trusted yeah. him and taken the pills too. Yeah, no, I'm
2: yeah. Benny. Benny's a good guy. I do, I do like him. Uh, although a close second for my favorite character is the little girl. Oh, I fucking hated her. Did you? She scared me. <laughs> oh my god. Her little, her little skeleton doll that was named Sally. Oh,
1: oh yeah. You know I, that? That.
2: I saw that doll and I just thought of uh your podcast partner from Mies on Scream. I'm like, Katie would, would love that doll. She would love that
1: doll. <laughs> <laughs> Hello Robin, too. Um so the other thing is too, Leo, I my expertise with guns is beautiful. I was a police officer very briefly. But how many fucking pieces does he keep his AK forty seven in? Jesus Christ!
0: Yeah, that was a lot.
1: That was like, I mean, that was like Forrest Gump times twenty. Like <laughs> it took so long for him to put that gun together.
0: I don't like, and I know we kind of already passed it, but I another reason why the boyfriend sucks was the was the tire scene because like I'm not what you would call a man, and I am not I'm not good with cars. But if there's one thing I feel like I could do without light, it's change a tire because it's like the world's easiest puzzle, especially once the new tire's on. It's just like, okay, I have to feel for four spiky things and put and put these nuts on them and then turn it the right way. Shine that flashlight onto the, the danger that's outside. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, man. I couldn't I I mean I can change a tire I can't do it in the dark I don't think.
0: Now you got to understand he has it up on the jack. The tire has been replaced. So it's not changing the tire, it's putting the lug nuts on and cranking them tightly.
1: That's a good point. You're right cuz he does really flip out on her when <laughs> <Yeah>. she <laughs> which at that point you're right you're like girl you just keep looking for that chainsaw guy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Priorities. Yeah. <laughs> I would yell at Jade the exact opposite. Like she would like try to shine the light on the tire. I'm like, I got this. What is that noise? Focus over there. And then I would just keep, keep tightening it.
1: (laughs) I don't know what my husband would do. He'd probably yell at me no matter what, like whether I showed the flashlight or not, he would probably find some way to make it my fault.
0: (laughs) I mean, I will say this. We have a very, me and Jade have a very strong relationship, but when our relationship is ever put to the test, it's always been in a car. Yeah, that is the, Any type of travel is just when it's like that is the true testament of if you guys can make it forever.
1: It's so true, man. And then nothing will try. Yeah, nothing tries you more than like a road trip. But your yeah, because if there's ever been times where I've thought about murdering Matt, it's definitely in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole family.
0: It's like, and it's it's all from the heart. It's just I, as much as I love the fact that I can drive wherever I want, it's just like. One false move can change so many lives in one second. And that makes me anxious. Whether I'm driving or someone else is driving.
1: Uh, are you like the grab the like handle kind of
0: like side driver? I am a grab the handle type side side driver. Absolutely.
1: The other thing is too, did anybody notice that the scene where Ken Frey's character was rolling down the hill lasted about 20 minutes?
0: <laughs> oh, straight out of Hot Rod. It was so long. <laughs>
1: i really wish i could have timed it because i was like holy shit how long is that hill
0: yeah he's still rolling
1: um so along with more
2: blood guts and gore that has this is like this is the most blood guts and gore as of 1990 for a texas chainsaw movie um can we talk about the very special gold-plated personally engraved Coity-toity chainsaw. His present that says, what is it? The Saul is family.
0: Yeah, and not to keep plugging this company, I swear I don't work work for them. I watched Texas Leatherface last night, and their shirt that they just unveiled is that chainsaw. The Saul is family.
1: (laughs) Ooh. That's fun.
0: Yeah. I appreciate it, Leatherface sticking up for himself shortly after getting that chainsaw, but that's also not Leatherface. You know, when he, like, gets him in a headlock and forces his hand that isn't a claw into the oven to take it out. Like, isn't Leatherface fairly timid around his family? Yeah. Isn't that uh, his whole thing?
1: I, like, and then he's almost kind of victimized by
0: the rest yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's actually one of my complaints. If I can complain a little bit about the series, is I feel like you get a different Leatherface in every movie and i i mean not actor wise because yeah actor wise but i mean like personality wise because in the first one i mean he was tough like he did the dirty work kind of thing in the second one it was like they they made him have some sort of mental illness or like mental retardation and in Mm -hmm. one i feel like they kind of took a little from column A and a little column B. Like, I'm serious. I Like, one of the reasons I don't like the second one is because you made him special needs. Like, he sits there and he's like, <laughs> the, the scene when he's trying These to molest her. the
1: types of conversations that are the reason why I keep Jackie around. Continue.
2: <laughs> Do you not agree?
1: I don't agree, no. You don't I think agree. it's pretty obvious from the start that he has special needs. No, I get
2: that. But what I'm saying is they don't really portray that as in, in the what? first
1: one, yes, they do. Not
2: the way they do in the second well, one. Well, no, but like he pretty much is a monkey with symbols in the second <laughs> that's one. Yeah, that's when he is, is like when he is like getting all chainsaw molesty he, on no, her. Wait a minute, he's like, he, he consciously he, he, lets he, her
1: live which is to me no that's not but that's what i'm saying like yes he's special needs but to me in the series he's almost like the nicest and the most timid out of all of them he's like a victim but
2: i I don't think that they do a good job of consistency with that because i feel like they literally made him in part two like he was all but just grunting and drooling through most of it
1: i'm sorry did i miss his shakespearean monologue in the
2: first one He wasn't acting that way in the first one at all. He was not Yes he
1: was? He was like, the middle of the fucking What are you talking
0: about? I I need to rewatch it because I think towards the end of dinner he was like a little timid and bullied. Yes. I, I can't remember. I've seen so many all I know is this. Second one is better than the angry vain drag queen that is next generation very true yeah, that, is, that is the worst leather that face aside bad. from I think the like, newest texas chainsaw oh master
1: and it's downright almost offensive when they try to like bring in sexuality like those sexual identity like, <laughs> yeah. it's best we leave that out of it yeah but yeah no it's true. i, I don't know jackie i think i always assumed he had special no needs. and i i don't
2: <laughs> doubt that but i just feel like there's they didn't consistently portray that because the way that he acted in part two you're right wasn't i I think that's again by part four he was like to be or not to be (laughs) it was just the over it's it's the continuation it's the over exaggeration of part two part two over exaggerated everything and i think that includes the character of leatherface and in this one i think they dialed back his special needs a bit. I see. I, I'm dead serious. I think they dialed it back a little bit because he's still a little different.
1: A
0: little different. A little,
2: call it handy capable, Jackie. <laughs> he's got the indomitable spirit.
1: Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. He would give gold medals.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just feel like Jackie is describing Leatherface the way I'm going to describe my kid in ten years. <laughs>
1: Oh god, that was funny, man.
2: Okay, so here's here's <laughs> something.
1: Sorry, you am still can, laughing at that. You can oh, okay.
2: suspend your disbelief with these movies. You know all the all these horror movies we watch. We can yeah. suspend our disbelief. Sure. I just had a real hard time with that whole chainsaw in the water scene when when Benny was fighting with Leatherface. And the chainsaw goes into the little swamp where they're fighting. Yeah, and was. the chainsaw continues to be revving at full speed and floating and chasing them.
0: In a way. I'm glad you brought it up because I was a little bothered by it. But I also don't know enough about floating to, to argue it, you know? I was like, that doesn't seem right.
2: Um, just knowing a little bit, it would stall. The moment it would submerge, it would stall. And,
0: and the blade would be underwater yeah
2: and even okay A it wouldn't float cause it's heavy I've used a, ch- a chainsaw
1: they're heavy say the word saw for me chainsaw no say yes. it the way you say she puts an L at the end of it bro. <laughs> listen carefully Saul. and she literally says saw. saw and draw she says draw my name is Jackie. I like to do drawings alright enough but talk we about know. the saw some more
0: we brought up Mike Myers twice this episode and that makes me happy <laughs>
2: Um, but no, so yeah, it would it would absolutely stall the minute it was submerged. What would? The chainsaw.
0: The saw would stall. <laughs>
2: um, it wouldn't float. And like the blade, if a chainsaw is idle, mm-hmm. the blade itself does not revolve. Like it doesn't rotate and move if it's idle. It just sits being idle. So the fact that the chainsaw was revving, it was floating, and it wasn't stalling, that's movie magic right there. Is
1: it weird that I'm slightly aroused by you talking about chainsaws like that? <laughs> I, know, I don't think I've ever even held one in my head. Like, I have fucking no clue. I couldn't, I couldn't start a chainsaw if you paid me. Wait, how do you say it? Chainsaw! It's a chainsaw!
0: <laughs> Usually I would tell someone, like, you're looking too far into it, just enjoy the movie. But for a movie that has chainsaw in the title... They should really do their research about that item. That is yeah.
1: fair. Another scene if everybody just remind me, just rewinding a little bit, that I'd like to spend some time on, is when Ryan turned faced does finally get like Leatherface shows up and he's like, run, don't wait for me. She is a fucking hesitate. She fucking <laughs> And I thought long and hard because number one, I wouldn't even wait for Matt to give me the okay. I'd be like, thanks, thank you for sacrificing yourself <laughs> as my cloud of glass is gone um but situation reversed i'm getting killed i say go but if he goes oh god he better hope i die because (laughs) like i would say go but if he really went i'd be so fucking pissed that i would hold it against him i would haunt him in the afterlife
2: and you know what brian i can tell you every word of that is 100 (laughs) percent true because a couple weeks ago when her and i went to camp blood she told me point blank If you leave me, I will hate you forever. But by the way, if danger strikes, I'm out of here. You're on your fucking own. Mm -hmm. So she-
1: I'm a double standard. Yeah, I am a (laughs) see you next Tuesday. You're you're a sneaky bitch. (laughs) I am a sneaky sneaky bitch. bitch. I'm a sneaky bitch, but at least I'm honest. I'm like, you should wait for me. Did I kill you? Did I kill you? No. Thank you. (laughs) That's true. Um- also, I can't believe Grandpa's still alive. My thought Grandpa's is- Grandpa's dead! Maybe I should start eating people because- Grandpa is hella dead. He's not! He was alive! He was- Grandpa was a shell of a corpse. Back me up on this, dude.
0: I- I- I don't know. Now I don't know. No, because when-
1: but he, but he
2: moves! No, when- when- when the bullets start flying, like, like, he gets hit and he crumbles. It's dust. Like, there's nothing there. Grandpa is a shell of a man. He was alive.
0: See, yeah, because TCM2, he looked very similar. And he was a corpse there, but he wasn't. He was chewing his food and talking. So I I don't know.
1: Exactly. He's just a
0: little older. She's Googling it right now.
1: I am. You're so fucking full of shit. He is alive. Also, I'm just going to throw out there, there was a racist moment. I don't appreciate them referring to Ken Frey as dark meat. I think that's hashtag. <laughs> and I won't stand for it in 2018, 2019, sorry. Or 2018. Won't stand for it in either year. Um, What the hell is with the fucking C and by the way, so let's get back to your Leatherface issues with his yeah. I- IQ. Why? Well, like <laughs> he's like literally playing with C and which I approve because I love C and um, to this day, my kids that was like one of my favorite toys when they were little. I'd be like, That cow says Like what is on his? Like
0: I, don't, I, don't I think it I think it was a clown. <laughs> yeah. Right? And it was saying what is this and he was supposed to type out a clown and he kept typing out food.
1: I giggled at that scene when he kept typing food.
0: Yeah, that was fun. I need to get a CN say though. I used to. I used to make rap music with the C. Oh my head. god!
1: Remember how great it was to have it say weird things. Yeah,
0: yeah. the curl, the curl. She, she,
1: she was a terrible final girl. She was. Yeah, like I hate to say it because I thoroughly enjoyed the film, but she was terrible. Benny to me was the real hero.
0: <laughs> Benny was, and it's unfortunate because, well, I'll save it for the next conversation. But I was underwhelmed with the final girls on this specific episode
1: yeah me too me too because even in sleepaway camp that uh, uh, yeah same train sorry i didn't mean to give away your pick buddy she's still googling whether or not no. grandpa was dead or alive okay i'm on the 100. texas
2: chainsaw massacre wiki
1: yeah that must be accurate go ahead
2: yep grandpa appears only as a, a decayed corpse kept and treated as if he were alive by leatherface bullshit you're bullshit
1: (laughs) your face (laughs) is bullshit i'm gonna get my fucking cnc out and type food (laughs) when your name comes up um type bitch (laughs) all right (laughs) um yeah no i mean i for i don't know i still enjoy this if we had to if i had to rank the series this would be this would be well up there i think it's one two three for me which is weird
2: that's not it's up there for me. It's above, This
1: is above two for me. You just have a weird
2: hatred for two. Yeah, I don't like two. But really the scene don't.
1: where he's, like, playing the guitar, like, he's dancing with the body in front of him is, like, one of my all-time favorite horror Yeah, I'm just, yeah I'm, I don't know, I'm just not a fan of two. Oh,
2: but God. this one I like. This one I like. Alright. You would put this above two? I would absolutely put this above two, yeah. 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 I'll allow it. Yeah, well, thank goodness.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm a one, two, three. Yeah. I'm a one, two, three. And then like I said earlier, I don't know if I said a pre-recording, but I like the, the remake with Jessica Biel. And then I don't really care for anything like that. Um, anything aside from those, the prequel was probably the most infuriating film yeah. that I've ever sat through. I, I was, I fell for one. it
1: too. And I was so pissed.
0: I would. Yeah. I don't think I've ever left a film. <laughs> Me so too. Angry. I
1: was so mad. Everything about the prequel just sucked. And I, I kind of was hoping for something cool. I, Unlike a lot of horror fans, I am a sucker for a good backstory.
0: Yeah, but don't make Leatherface charming because you want to have an M. Night Shyamalan twist at the end.
1: <laughs> That's very true. That's super fair. It was really, it was painful. Yeah. All right, then let's move on to the real gem. Of the- <laughs> All right, and I'm going to start... Off the gate by saying that Jackie, I apologize. I was wrong because I used to shit on Sleepaway Camp 3, Teenage Wasteland. And it turns out it's a really fucking great movie. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Pamela Springsteen is a national treasure. I love her so much.
0: Was she in? So I never saw Sleepaway Camp 2. Oh, two. yeah, she's in 2. Okay.
1: But in 2, it's a lot like. This one literally just knows what it is. Like, yeah. it's so self-aware, so funny. In two, she's absolutely still supposed to be scary, but it's so fucking ridiculous. Yes. Is
0: it supposed to be a mystery? Kind. I mean, I guess the first one wasn't a mystery, but was it as blatant as this one where it's just like, she's the killer?
2: No. In part two um so in part two there's like all these stories about oh you remember angela remember angela turned out to be a boy and she killed all these people Well so apparently like angela went to a mental institution and then you know somehow saved up the funds and got finally got her sex change so she's a girl now and remember when she killed oh, she people? doesn't
1: have a penis anymore
2: they taught they there's like a quick three seconds about how she got a sex change in a mental oh, institution wow. okay think. Um, Man, those are so yeah, like, you know, in, in part two, you know, right out the gate, who Angela is and what she's doing. Gotcha. It's, there's no mystery to that there.
0: She took an interesting approach. Cause I, um, I know a lot of people that have trans- well I, I know some people that have transitioned, so I can't speak for all of them, but most of them do the top first. And I thought it was very interesting that she, she lost the bottom, but still just uses like a James Bond, mistress type bra to make her boobies a thing because that's how they were in this one right she didn't have boobies she had those like coney things because i yeah i think it's cheaper right it's cheaper to do the top than the bottom i mean i don't think any of
1: it's cheap but yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: um my first so i have to go right out the gate having the words milk and "shake" tattooed on your boobs fucking why did i think of that
0: yeah it's such weird placement, you know, like they're not even like on a cur- they they're just there. Like it was just like throw milk, like it was a dart. Like just throw milk and shake and wherever they land on my breast, that's where we're tattooing them.
1: And I have to say as much as I did really come to appreciate this movie. And I have to apologize again because I used to shit on it so much. Um I think it's a really funny satire, but it like the the gratuitous boobage in this movie.
0: A lot of boobs.
1: I I this this is really important
2: <laughs> because my love of of 80s, topless scenes as our commercial states, it's come full circle. Because I'm watching this movie and I literally, and I think I mentioned this in our chat. Um, I'm watching it and I was like, I think I recognize those boobs.
1: <laughs> I know those
2: boobs. Anyway. I'm, like, I'm like, I think I recognize those boobs. So I go to IMDb. And the girl that plays Mm A-Rab, it's Franny from Night of the Demons. It sure is. And I was like, oh my god, I recognize someone by their goddamn boobs.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome.
2: If you
1: were a dude, that would be so creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's like, it's adorable. But like, if I said it, uh, I would just picture myself like, tapping my fingertips together. Like, I know those boobs from somewhere. Right,
1: like, that's where I see those boobs.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, where, like is, like, pure excitement. It. Yeah. And, like It's like when like a little kid, like when you're driving into Disney and you start to see the castle, oh. like that excitement of like, oh my God, like I know those boobs. <laughs> like it was all, like, there was nothing
1: creepy about it. It was just pure childlike excitement. I'm having like an Oprah aha moment here. Because I think I now know why so many people think we're lesbians. <laughs> they listen to the show, we talk extensively about people's boobs, yeah. and then we're shocked. Yeah. Like, why? Really? It makes so much sense now. Yeah, that's yeah. fine.
0: Jackie, I would just love to hear your analogies if they were reversed. You know, <laughs> like if you went with Chad to Disney World and came back and someone was like, how was he in the castle? It's like, you ever, you know what, if you like recognized an actress's boobs on a movie? <laughs> And then when you googled it, you found them. It was just like that. That's the best way I can describe it.
1: What's scary is that I was like, "Oh shit, it's that, that the girl with the really good boobs from *Night of the Demons*." The fact that I recognize that means you pervert, you warped my fragile mind. <laughs> and my job is done. Jersey yeah. goes is over. Oh yeah, she uh, we need it.
2: not continue because yeah.
1: I'm no longer a feminist because that's the first thought I had. <laughs> oh, I recognize those tits anywhere. please. please, please. <laughs>
0: I will say the way Milkshake died bothered me. Me too. Because when you dodge the truck, a truck that big the first time, if you just run so it can't make a U-turn on such a narrow road, <laughs> I yeah. feel like it's it works better than just to run in a path where it can follow you.
1: <laughs> That's so true. I don't know how so many people in movies get run over by cars. I feel like it's relatively easy to just go the opposite way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is it serpentine
1: is, yeah, that, serpentine is that how serpentine. you avoid a truck
2: serpentine no I think you go the opposite <laughs> way
1: did you learn that when you were like stranger danger like if a car pulls up to you you run the opposite way do I look like someone that has ever learned anything from stranger danger no that's true <laughs> <laughs> you have
2: candy I love candy you're gonna be my best friend like seriously it's amazing that I was not kidnapped it is amazing
1: you are an after school special waiting to happen <laughs>
0: See, my issue is I worry about too many things that I feel like I would get confused. So if a car was chasing me, I'd confuse it for, like, a crocodile, and I would just run in a zigzag, which would actually slow me down.
1: I think think there's one thing Camp Blood taught us, is that I'm just going to lay on the ground and cry. So, (laughs) but I'm the first one done. Um, Also, this film is a big New Jersey film. The guy who played Herman and, obviously, Pamela Springsteen... All a bunch of people from New Jersey, like this film had, and a bunch of production crew from New Jersey. So what? What Jersey represents? Uh, beats in the house.
0: <laughs> the beats. Wow, we made it an hour without talking to Beats on the episode I guessed on. That's crazy.
1: That's shocking. <laughs> I also sent a package to California to Josh and Joe, and in the return address, I wrote the Beats capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they noticed. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, okay. I, this, let's just dive right in. Um, Can we discuss the, 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 the death by Ajax? (laughs) Uh,
0: So I'm fairly open. Your listeners probably don't know this, but I, I am a recovering drug addict and I love drugs and I did cocaine a lot and I never took such a giant snort of a fresh bag of cocaine as that person did. You put enough like for the tip of a key, and she just had the world's thickest straw, and just shot like at least a dub up her nose, like that.
1: She she really did, and I don't, I can't speak much to the realistic of this, but I had that thought. Too. I was like, "Man, I feel like that's that's a high dose of Ajax right there." Also, I loved like what a brilliant way to kill. Like, would that kill someone? First of all,
0: um, I I don't know.
1: Jackie, try it real quick. <laughs> okay. BRB. <laughs> um, the other big, okay, so can I just get on my, like, uh, soapbox for a second? Please. Two things that really irked me, because I did love this film otherwise. Number one, the fact that when they were looking at each other, deciding who was hot who was not, the one girl goes, ew, but he's Mexican, really hurt my soul as a Latina, because I was like, fuck you, bitch. And the fact that they hired an Italian actor, to do the worst Mexican impersonation I've seen on film since, like, The Three Amigos.
0: <laughs> and, and who decided, it's like, you know what Mexicans look like? Yeah. A mixture of Bruce Springsteen and Prince. <laughs> but with a very light complexion.
1: Oh my god, that's so true. Like, I couldn't, like, it is so rare that I, like, ever care about minority rights when I'm watching a horror movie but I'm like god fucking damn it Like <laughs> where I was so insulted by him trying to pretend to be Mexican and then like he was like yeah I'm from and all of a sudden he would just turn on the accent and he'd be like yeah blah blah blah. I, you know i received a degree in acting from and he's like essay and I'm like god damn it yeah. fucking god damn it um <laughs> But yeah, that's my old, literally my only great. Yeah, grade. no, I mean,
2: this was, there There were parts that were hella racist.
0: And the one stereotype that just always stayed true in horror is like, I want to know the one horror writer that saw one black guy listening to a boombox and is like, that's what they do always in any scenario. <laughs>
1: You're so right. I'm sitting here complaining about the, the Latino representation and really the African American representation was fucking <laughs> horrific in this film. <laughs> Like, it was such a token. That's whack. And I love that all the minorities were in the poor side. Yeah. Quick question. Is the husband in the camp special needs? No, I think he's just a gross pervert. Well, he's obviously that. but He could be both.
0: <laughs> Fuck that. He is so unfuckable that I don't understand how that worked. He offers nothing.
1: Oh, my God. What girl in their right goddamn mind would have sex with that guy? He looks like Penn or Teller. I don't know what yeah. a little tiny one.
0: Yeah, Teller. He looks like Teller.
1: He does. At first, I thought it was Teller, and then I was like, wait, is this guy like. And he's been in stuff. Like, I know he's been. He's like a I
2: character. Know, actor. I know. I recognize him most from Scrooge.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Now, I've never seen the movie Brazil, but I've seen the cover, and he looks just like the cover of whoever is in Brazil. Fun
1: fact Brazil sucks balls, too. I went for, it for, like, one of my film classes. I took, like, an entire semester on it, and I went to poke my eyeballs out
0: okay so I won't watch watch it it It
1: fucking sucks it's like somebody's like fucking first film right out of college film school only everybody thinks it's great because it's Terry what's his fucking face
0: Terry Gillum I'm not smart I'm just on I just googled it as you were saying it
2: I just want to say for the record that nine times out of ten Angela just wants you to be a good camper and when you're not a good camper you deserve to die
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, she's got a moral compass.
0: She does. She really does. And the one guy could have survived. He was doing so well. He was doing so well, and then he was like, "I, I think you're cool. Do you think I'm cool?" And she said, "Yeah, I guess," and took that as "fuck me right now" while we're tied together on this dock, and that's what sealed his fate. yep
1: he deserved it. And you know what? Having grown up in the late eighties, early nineties, I can categorically say something like am i cool yeah i guess was definitely carte blanche for a guy to try to touch your boots like one of the things this film like really kind of pushed forward for me was like fucking back in the day and also i've had this epiphany because i've been rewatching a bunch of 90s and 2000s like kid-friendly movies with my girls motherfuckers used to think they could do whatever the fuck they wanted yeah, yeah. like Guys touched my boobs for way less than me saying, Yeah, I guess.
0: You know what I mean? And here's the kick. Yeah. Here's here's a tip to fellow men, whoever whatever men listen to this podcast. Let a girl know you like her. I promise you, if you feel the need to say, do you also like me, she doesn't. You don't need to ask that question.
1: <laughs> Unless you're still in like yeah. fifth grade and below. Because I like to be a good do you like oh, me circle yes or no I always when know. I was in
0: fifth grade. Always got to know. Yeah. Oh,
1: uh, I never got those. Notes. I would just look over all the girls' shoulders while they got them. I was too busy watching horror movies to get a do you like me circle yes or no. Also, like literally another note, and again, I wrote this like five different times in my notes. Does anybody in fucking it's at sleepaway camp, and I've never been, so you'll have to tell me, wear bras or literally we just run around with our boobs out all day?
0: Boobies out. I don't know. I've never been to camp.
1: that's what camp is I'm in
0: weird thing is this movie the basis of this movie was actually something I tried to pull off once back in 2011 and then we just couldn't get the necessary funding or or we couldn't find a place that was affordable but I worked um at Villanova and I became really good friends with this uh dishwasher who was in like a really really bad part of West Philly and we would hang out and we had this theory where it was like, yeah, if we got all of our friends in the same, like a bunch of suburbs kids and a bunch of kids from like this part of the city, like into a room, I think people would actually like enjoy each other's company, you know? And it was like two kids attempt at kicking the stigma but I thought it was like kind of cool that there's actually a movie based around this and it apparently would have been a failure. Um, So I guess I'm glad we didn't get the (laughs) funding.
1: You know what? I I have to admit, I thought that was a really progressive idea. Yeah. Like when I first one of my first notes is like, oh, shit, that's a cool idea. But really, it would fail.
0: Yeah, because it was like, okay, so they're from the ghetto. Like, let's give them guns, knives, leather jackets. What about the rich people? They're white. They're fine. Send them out there. Yeah, there's nothing like no one's like, no, no, there's just like, oh, yeah, we're white obviously we have money
1: uh let's see here oh i loved when she had the hockey when they fished and they bought up the hockey mask and it was saturday the 14th yeah
2: that was a really cute joke the the hockey mask washed up what day is it it's saturday oh the
1: the 14th 14th. yep i giggled i also giggled at the fact that she literally beat them to death with a stick i have that death by branch question mark (laughs)
0: yeah i did i did one to point out and i'm good this is why i need to take notes this movie has so many deaths for a slasher, and all the deaths are in non-fatality ways. They're all just serious injuries at best. Yeah,
1: yeah. You beat somebody with a branch, they're they're going home that night.
0: Yeah. Even even the the pervert when she like stabbed him in the face with the sharp edge of the branch, like that would hurt. But she like sliced his cheek open. <sighs>
1: yeah it's true so many of these deaths i was like i think they'd survive
0: 100 percent. and as horrible as it is to think of survival and i personally wouldn't want to survive the attack you would survive a firecracker in the nose
1: i just i had the same note yeah. i was like i'm no
2: genius pyrotechnic genius um, i'm gonna think you're not gonna survive getting your arms ripped off because you're probably gonna bleed out
0: that and getting shot several times in the heart
2: my favorite yeah. truth like One, the that, one. No, I one that's, that's fun. One a death that I remember from being a little kid and watching this movie is the lawnmower death.
0: Yes.
1: It was disturbing.
2: I love that one. And I like I said, I remember that one from like being a little kid and watching this movie yeah. and being like, Oh my god, what is she oh my, oh my god oh my god. Oh my god. You know, fucking why was I at like fucking eight years old pumped up to see somebody get like head chopped off with a fucking lawnmower? Uh.
0: I love a good lawnmower to the face.
2: Yeah. It's a good It one. works in Dead Alive. It works in this movie.
0: It works in the remake of Child's Play. If you decide to check it out.
2: You decide to check it out. It's they, a
0: good
1: kill. They they did a remake um, of Child's Play? That's weird. Question yeah. mark? What? Yeah. Oh no. There was a lot of like and I guess they got away with it because it was thematically relevant, but like there was so much like racism in this film. Like they dropped they an N-word.
0: Yeah. Like, I will say this about the N word: at least the first time it was dropped, I could tell that that girl did not feel comfortable saying it. There was a lot of pressure. She like kind of like stuttered when she said it on film, and I and I felt for her because so I'm like, I don't think you wanted to say that. I think the writers wanted you to say that, and the writers made you say that. But I don't think she like she was happy about having to use that line.
1: <laughs> and you know, I have to say, there's something. And this, I, there's something to me incredibly charming about Angela as a serial killer. Like I find her, like she's like the Mister Rogers of serial killers for right? me.
0: Yeah. To jump back to the beginning, talking about it, you said that she, they were still trying to make her scary in the second one, so they just decided this one to give her kind of like a Chucky style, where it's like I'm gonna make a nice little quip every time I murder someone.
1: I, I think so too. I think they had given up on it being a serious scary movie at that yeah. point.
0: Yeah very interesting i love when they do that i love how she is like and i don't know why i use this reference so much i shouldn't as a 29 year old but like her remarks after she kills someone are exactly like one of the appliances in the flintstones house where it's just like "Ah, it's a living you know like those type things like that's everything that she says and it made it so entertaining to watch
1: (laughs) it does it made me giggle every time and like I hate to say this, but I enjoyed the way she played the character. Like I know she, love yeah, it. I, I really it's love so her. good. Um, all,
2: I mean, not only is she accomplished with many weapons, um, also also a rap superstar <laughs> with the little rap that she records so the guy could Mm -hmm. boombox. like basically my note is my name is angela i'm here to say i like killing campers each and every day (laughs) (laughs) just the equivalent of her rap
1: (laughs) and i i have to admit i really enjoyed when she was like you see you try to fucking let them live and like i giggled pretty hard at that one yeah because like she did she let them live because they were like nice or whatever like yeah. they hadn't done anything and then she was like see fuck it is it like you yeah. can't get good help you know yeah. like, it was oh good and then i love that she killed the people in the ambulance too like that made me oh yeah
2: yeah no when it, it, it's it's that trope of a of a decent slasher you know she lives of course she can't be dead doesn't matter how many times you stab her blow her up set her on fire whatever She's She is a bad guy. Mm-hmm. She is the villain of an 80s slasher. She gonna live.
1: Which brings me to my next point. We really need to watch the rest of the movies in this series.
0: I, I, there's more.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes. So there, oh, wow. there is, so I have a box set that has one, two, three, and then return to Sleepaway Camp. But apparently there's also a Sleepaway Camp 4, oh, which yeah. I didn't know existed. And I think, I'm trying to remember what matt was talking about in our chat i think it was like they started to film it but ran out of money so they kind of just cut together what they could
0: oh he was saying something like that
2: but now i don't remember if that was part four or if that was return i have returned and i watched it mm-hmm. when i first got the box set but i've had that box set for like a decade plus yeah. so i don't even remember wow hmm. so yeah we're gonna have to watch it for sure
0: yeah. i I really want to watch the franchise because I. For some reason, never had interest. I always loved the first one, but never was in the mood to watch any other. So I'm gonna have to start with Superway Camp Two.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like I wouldn't. I feel like the first time I watched all three of them, I well, first of all, I didn't. Full disclosure: I don't like one. I think it's it's problematic and. I know a lot of people have seen it as an empowering film for LGBTQ rights, but I just find it deeply problematic. And then the uh, two, I was like, oh, it's, it's all right. And then I hated three. And now I love it. So I was wrong. This franchise deserves another, another looky loo.
0: All right. Yeah. I'll give it a shot.
2: Three is definitely my favorite. Wow. Even over one. One is very good. I like one. I, but it's also one of those situations where three is the first one I saw I've seen three the most, so it kind of I can't help but love it the most.
1: I so. think three has is fun, whereas one is dark and uncomfortable. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's why that's why I always liked one. I haven't seen one in a decade, but the uh, the boiling the boiling soup scene.
1: <laughs> Still think he could have just lifted his head and he would have been all
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most of them, even you know, even at the end of this one like i don't want to get a needle to the eye i don't think it would kill me
1: yeah yeah that's very true anything else about this movie oh that's that's everything
2: i got i love it and if you haven't seen it you should see it yeah, yeah. i'm
1: i'm a reformed woman i now love it too that makes me so happy
0: well, that was per- i enjoyed it very much i enjoyed all three even child's play
2: yeah yeah no i did too all all three of these movies though we call them though we call them guilty pleasures yeah like these are definitely good i'm happy to have seen all of them um i haven't i had never seen um no that's not true i had seen leatherface before but it has been a very long time um like i probably saw it once in like 92 and that was it so i didn't remember anything from it um and obvious, well, obviously, with Child's Play, like I said, I own it. So that one is kind of in constant rotation. Same thing with Sleepaway Camp 3. Um, so, yeah, no, definitely good picks are, uh, for all of us. So, uh, Brian, we're going to give you the microphone. Please promote the shit out of yourself.
0: Uh, I don't do that. I'm not good at that. I'm, everything I do is very hard to market. That's why I like to market for you guys. You know, like you guys and Fright School, like you have such a marketable show and horror movie night's cool it's like you know it's three dudes just ripping on b horror movies uh but in a loving way cool day long it's tough i'm still trying to work out the kinks um so it's really just two high school friends staying in contact with each other and talking what comes to mind uh it takes a lot of editing and that's like the hardest thing about it is just like there's a lot of I. If you haven't caught on, I'm very dry, but I also like to be very sarcastic, and uh, sometimes I'm very afraid. I'm so cautious with my new podcast because sometimes I'm like, this could be taken wrong. So we're still figuring it out, but it's really just you know we're we're two we're two guys. Uh, we like talking about current events. We like talking about our opinions. Uh, we we kind of changed it up, and I think it's going to be a little bit more fun because our opinions are the same as far as social issues. Um, so I, so I want to like get us into more debates. And I think it's heading in that direction. Cause he was like, I have an idea. I want to do an episode on like movies that Rotten Tomatoes gave low percentages to that I think are absolutely fantastic. I'm like, awesome. We're going to agree so much on this. And he threw out like wild hogs and like, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. And I'm like, uh, I think they're right where they need to be in Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I think that's,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's moments like that where i'm like yeah this is why like i'm in this niche because like i've right. said like sleepaway camp 3 from the but um all right so we can find you at hard movie hard movie night podcast and also cool de la where can we find these podcasts
0: uh hard movie night is i believe on all streaming services um cool de la podcast is on apple and Spotify, because I manage it and I don't have time to. And Pinecast just automatically posts those for me. So I I just leave it. I leave it at that. Um, we have You can really find us on Instagram. Horror uh, Movie Night is well established before my time. They have Facebook. That's super active. They have Twitter. They have Instagram. I have a Facebook account for Cool Day Law. I never check it. I strictly just post on Instagram. So... You can contact me on there, and that's about it. Told you, I'm not good at selling myself.
1: That's okay. We, we still love you. We're so happy that we were able to get you on for an episode. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh,
0: I appreciate you guys asking me.
1: Oh, no problem. And we are so stoked to watch Cool de law kind of grow and blossom. And rest assured, we had all the very same problems when we started out.
0: It's so – I take my brother for granted so much because, realistically, horror movie night, like Scott goes through – he, he writes music. He goes in-depth. He makes sure that we all find, like, streamable movies and all this. And I'm literally, like, Tracy Jordan and 30 Rock. I just show up. I yell dumb shit into the microphone, and then I just leave. And those two really carry the show. And this was like, all right, I want to do something on my own. I'm like, wow, this is very, very hard. This is not as easy as I thought. So God bless the both of them.
1: Full disclosure, the shit you yelled in the microphone makes me giggle for hours. out. After- <laughs>
0: I appreciate that.
1: Uh, Jack you want to take us home So thank you
2: for joining us For our third guilty pleasure episode Uh, You guys know what to do You know where to find us Go on the internet Do the thing Leave a comment Rate and review Say hi We'll say hi back Because we Mm -hmm. love talking to you guys
1: Yeah I love talking to people On our Facebook page So definitely Leave us some messages Instagram, Twitter We're Jersey Ghouls All over the
2: internet So do the thing And come say hi And we will talk to you guys Next time Bye 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 bye